Champions of Marketing is your guide to the exciting world of business content marketing. Each episode, we bring you the latest content marketing and growth tactics from the most successful startup marketers in the world. Champions of Marketing is sponsored by Content Tools. Content marketing made easy. Welcome to the Champions of Marketing podcast. My name is Chikari Chima, and I'm super excited to welcome our guest today. Her name is Shirley Chan, and she's with Madison Reed. They make healthy hair products for women, and we're going to talk today about how to be a better human and how that human connection and that uh, sense of humanity translates into better content and better storytelling that makes the connection you need with your audience and with your customers to really be their hero. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Shirley Chan. Hello and welcome to the Champions of Marketing podcast. My name is Chikari Chima and I'm really excited to welcome Shirley Chan from Madison Reed. I'm uh, very excited to have you here. So uh, Shirley, why don't we just dive in? Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and about Madison Reed? Oh, sure. Um, first of all, thank you for having me. I've never been called a champion of content marketing before, so I'm adding that to my LinkedIn now. Um, I'm the editorial director for Madison Reed, um, and we are a startup uh, that is uh, creating healthier hair color, hair care, and styling products. Um, so basically, um, it's pretty shocking that uh since the 1960s or 70s, when hair color um, was first uh, created, um, there hasn't been a whole lot of innovation, even though there have been a lot of scientific advancements, right? Um, so what we're doing is um, bringing all of these chemical formulas up into the modern age using the advancements that have been made both on the technological side as well as the um, product formulation side and creating healthier hair color that doesn't have all of the riskier chemicals in it um, and yet still making it even higher performance than what's out there on the market that isn't as healthy. Uh, it's really so interesting. Uh, as a even casual observer of uh, styles and fashion, you definitely mm -hmm. see new colors of hair uh, dye all the time. So I think of that as innovation. But that's really interesting. You say that there has not been the level of uh, innovation in the science of uh, hair products uh, mm -hmm. relative to other forms of uh, technological advancement. So that's uh, that's very fascinating, and and I'm glad that we get to talk to you about some of these um, underserved, uh, underserved markets and also yeah. how to communicate that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, so what can I tell you as a champion? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, after you're done updating your LinkedIn profile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, you are helping uh, the market, uh, specifically women, right? Learn mm -hmm. about uh, healthier better performing hair care products. So uh, how did you yes. find yourself at Madison Reed? I, um, very circuitously. Um, I'm a little surprised to find myself uh, working in the 
in the beauty and hair industry. Um, I actually come from a journalism background. Um, you know, when I began my career, uh, I'm not going to say how long ago, but um, I was a copy girl. Um, I interned at the New York Post um, in Manhattan, and uh, back then, I it. There wasn't this explosion of social media, um, internet, uh, certainly wasn't this thought about what content marketing is. Um, but oddly enough, it's come full circle where um, the New York Post is really, really well known for, um, you know, their catchy, punny headlines. Um, and I remember being just, um, you know, fresh out of college. Um, and standing in the newsroom, um, just yelling out ideas for catchy headlines. And now that experience serves me well for crafting, you know, headlines for blog posts, um, you know, clickable um, email subject headers, everything like that. Um, so I came from, yeah, journalism, a storytelling background, um, and the fast pace of that um, really compelled me to jump into the tech startup world. Um, just, I love that fast pace. Um, and I've gone from quirky.com to fab.com, creating um, brand voice, telling the story behind what companies are doing and why people should care and you know like it, the reason storytelling is such a buzzword right now um, for marketing and branding is because um, you know you you can talk about yourself all you want but if you tell a good story people understand in their gut why they should care and that makes them listen more and buy into what you're telling them all about that action huh Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I guess I'm <laughs> taking the storytelling approach to answering your question. Um, so that led me to Madison Reed because um, even though I had um, been working in tech startups, um, I didn't think about working in beauty and hair, but I moved to San Francisco. I was looking for a new company to join where I could bring my ability to build brand, tell story, build compelling content. And um, I, it, it, you know, I met the CEO, Amy Arrett, um, and the CMO, Sabrina Riddle, and they, they just both believe so strongly in why they were doing what they were doing. It's like women are out there, we hear it every day from customers, they're actually allergic to some of the ingredients that are in, um, you know, just drugstore hair color, because it's so, you know, it's so damn harsh that they're like actually burning their skin um, and they're having allergic reactions to it, but they're still doing it because they want to look a certain way. And it's just so important um, that, you know, they look on the outside the way that they feel they should on the inside. Um, so, so, I joined Madison Reed because it, it's like, hey, instead of making these women choose between feeling good and looking good, how about how about we empower women by giving her an option that hits everything that she's looking for? Um, I heard that, and I was in. I was like, I can create 
um, a brand voice around this. I can tell so many compelling stories around this. You know, there's, you want to always join a company and a team where there's a richness to the story because you just, you know that you'll have a lot to work with and that's going to lead to a rich environment for the reader, for the site user, and for the team behind, behind the scenes as well. Sure, sure. You know, uh, th- the thing that, uh, that occurs to me when you're telling mm-hmm. your story is that uh, stories are very well-disguised data. You know, <laughs> and you actually communicate a lot yeah. of information that if you threw just numbers at people, then it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be digestible. But when you tell a story, you're actually communicating the same information in a way that kind of sneaks into people's uh, brain and stays in their memory. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you'll allow me to kind of, I mean, you, yeah, like that's really deep, right? And if I can make it even deeper, it's like before there was written language, there were stories. And that was how, you know, each generation passed on learnings to the next generation when, when there couldn't be any written literature. So we've evolved to, to actually absorb information in, in that way. Like that's how we've survived. That's how we've evolved. Um, yeah. And, and if you look at, you know, Plato's allegories or fables, uh, children's stories, all of these things have lessons embedded in them. So uh, evolution wise, as well as, um, as a society, we're very much trained to absorb information through stories. So, uh, going back to your story as a marketer, what's, uh, the achievement that you're most proud of? Um, oh gosh, well, um, I'm going to say Madison Reed, um, and I promise I'm not just being a shill for my company (laughs) just because I'm here, but this is the pinnacle of my career so far. I'm so proud to be working for a company that I believe in so much, and, um, you know, my biggest achievement um, here so far was um, ending. I joined uh, the company at the end of October last year, uh, 2014. And um, within, I'd say, two to three months, um, you know, I rolled out a really rich uh, content mix that kind of gave um, both, I mean, you know, there's a lot of fun content that you can do of hair, the celebrity and fashion trends, um, you know, the useful stuff, uh, where to buy the accessories and how to use the products that you buy. Uh, so there's fun, there's useful. And then there's um, another layer of really deep educational material because we have that healthier um, brand value prop where it's like it's empowering, it's giving her a choice that's better for her and still performs better than what she can find out there. Um, So, yeah, I'd I'd say I'm really, really proud of absorbing um, what it is that we're doing at Madison Reed, why we're doing it, and, and also why the woman the typical woman out there, why she should care, how it actually relates to her life, and then tying it all together into um, a rich editorial experience that, you know, 
she can come to you every day and have a lot of fun with and get drawn into. And it actually adds to her life. Um, yeah, that's, I'm pretty damn proud. I'm getting prouder as I talk about it. All right. That's fantastic. Okay. And so, um, tell us a little bit more about how the, uh, the work that you have been doing for Madison Reed, which you say is one of the crown jewels in your, your career, you know, um, how did you, how did you compile all of this? How did I compile it? Wow. Um, there's, uh, um, you know, there in, in the beginning stages of, um, you know, building any sort of brand or building out marketing strategy, um, one of the first steps is to identify who your target audience is. Um, you know, to put it in real person terms, um, you, you kind of change the way you speak based on who you're speaking to, right? Like I, I speak differently to my parents than I would to a really good friend or than I would to my boss, um, depending on how much caffeine I've had that day. Um, so, so the same... The same idea applies to marketing and to content strategy. Understand who you're speaking to, and then, and then you should care. You should care about what they care about. Think about what's going on in their lives. Um, it's um, there's a um, an exercise in um, that I think most marketers would be familiar with called empathy mapping. Um, and basically, you know, you're mapping out what um, what your target audience is, um, you know, wants to achieve, um, what they want in their lives, what they're scared of, um, and you know, then you think about how you connect to that audience with what you're making and what you sell. Um, you know, if if you can tell the story of hey, we make this, we sell this, and this is how it'll help you get X, Y, Z, and I know you care about that, or here's how this will prevent what you're scared of, because I understand that about you, then you're talking to your audience, right? Um, it kind of ties in with um, another phrase that's used a lot and kind of gets buzzwordy, but it's about building a relationship with your audience, um, you know, it, it's, there's truth in that. Um, a relationship is based on trust and caring. So take a second, think about who you're talking to and what they care about and connect it to what you're selling. And it's a home run. Um, and then to answer your question specifically, um, how did I build that for Madison Reed? Uh, you know, I think about um, the women who color their hair. We offer very natural-looking hair colors. Um, so it's not a younger fashion-forward audience that's dyeing their hair, you know, blue and green and purple. Those looks are really, really beautiful and awesome. But right now, what Madison Reed offers are natural-looking hair colors where you can walk out, look 
gorgeous um, without having spent, you know, $200 at a salon and likely two to three hours. You did it at home. So you feel great because you achieved something by yourself. You spent a heck of a lot less money. Um, and, you know, so so I, I think that through from the perspective of what we're making and selling. And I think, all right, who's likely to find those um, those benefits um, of our product most compelling? It's a busy mom who's on a budget. Um, so once you get what that target audience is, busy mom who's um, tight on time and money and has a lot of other priorities, then you can expand into, all right, what what is she reading? And it, it's your... So you're building from, you have a lot more to work with than, oh, let's talk about hair. And, you know, there are hairstyles and there are hair colors because then you you paint yourself into a corner. So if you start from understanding your audience and who it is and what she cares about, then, um, you know, then you have a whole world to explore. Um, and for Madison Reed, once I was thinking about what a busy young like mom who who cares about the way she looks right like she's put together what kind of fashion is she looking at it's not necessarily celebrity runway fashion um but she still cares so that gives me you know different publications to look at um you know what are the parenting magazines what what pieces of advice would be useful to her um yeah it's I'm answering in super long form, so you can tell I'm a content person, but um, it, it's, uh, I, I deep dive into the mindset and the world of the person that I'm speaking to. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's really fun. I can just disappear into that world for hours and days, and then I come out of it blinking, but with a really cool strategy built out. <laughs> Definitely sounds like it. So, yeah. um, on the flip side of that, why don't you tell us about your worst marketing campaign or, uh, you know, something that, uh, that did not live up to your expectations when you were trying to communicate a story to an audience? Um, I promise it's not a cop out. I just, I actually haven't had any like, horrible crash and burn stories. Um, but that said, um, you know, one of the, the biggest growing experiences of my life, uh, was my first startup, uh, quirky.com. And, um, you know, if, if people listening are plugged into the tech startup world, uh, they'll likely have heard of quirky. Um, it's, you know, the CEO and founder, Ben Kaufman, is is a hero of mine. He's a genius in so many ways. Um, but he moves fast. He thinks fast. And um, back then, when, when I worked there, I started out as a community manager. Then um, we were growing like crazy startup pace. I took on um, building out customer service and, you know, actually like, creating an official team and structure and process, right? Um, and then from there, it was closely tied to community management. So I 
took on sort of running those concurrently. And then out of that, it just, it was such a natural to, um, run content as well. Um, and, and that was all in the span of a few months. So it, it's kind of like both an extreme high and low to know that you're given that much responsibility and opportunity to grow and learn. Um, but then, then there was, there, there was no one to turn to and I didn't put on the brakes, right? Um, I didn't even pump the brakes to say, Hey, <laughs> like I'm, I'm burning out. I don't exactly know what I'm doing and I'm really good at figuring stuff out, but maybe not as the head of three different departments right now. Um, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, maybe. I, who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a high achiever. Um, so, so I guess it, it wasn't the worst marketing campaign, but my biggest learning experience was to come out of that and recognize, um, actually I'll tell you two major lessons that I learned out of that. One, prioritize and just know what you can realistically do and when to, you know, when to ask for help, when to delegate. Um, I, I, I'll admit that I just, I was like, Ooh, more opportunity. Ooh, more opportunity. All right. I'll do this too. I want to do it all. Um, so, so learn what's actually important for you to do, delegate the rest because that'll lead to better quality in, in your work and your longevity, right? Like I majorly burned out. Um, and then my other lesson, um, which has then led to the rest of my career path since then, um, was honing in on what I actually loved doing because I, I found success, you know, creating, um, the community management structure and the customer service structure, but oh man, once I got my hands on content, um, it you know I, I just it felt so good. Like that was what I actually loved doing. Um, so that was my biggest takeaway. Um, you know, after that, I focused in on content and how that you know how that informs. Uh, forming a brand voice and tone, how that informs, um, you know, creating what your brand storylines are, um, how content informs connecting, just above all else, you're just, you're always looking to make a very human connection with the people out there, you know, um, they're customers, but if, if you're running, you know, if you're starting a company from the right place, there's a reason that, you made the product, not just to blanket, go out there and get customers, but to, to serve a population that isn't being served the right way right now. Um, you can put it in business terms and say, you know, um, you're disrupting an industry or you see white space. I mean, that's all, you know, tech startup lingo. Um, but what it really means is you see a group of people who have a need that isn't being met yet. And, and you figure out a way to meet that need in a better way than anything that's out there. So, you know, I, I believe strongly that anyone who starts a company from that perspective cares about the audience they're serving. So, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm a cheese ball, but it, it's like, 
it's already there if you're starting a company or coming up with an idea um, based on serving, you know, the needs of people out there. So all you need to do is make your content tell that story and connect with the humans that are out there that you're helping with what you're selling. It's, it's win-win. <laughs> sure. Sure. So then what are the, you know, what are the key elements of your online marketing strategy specifically for, uh, Madison Reed? Ah, uh, you want me to give the secret sauce away. Okay. Yeah. Give us, give us the, the chemical formula that, uh, is both, uh, better performing. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's all out there. <laughs> it's, we share all of our ingredients actually. Um, the key elements of, um, I'll, I'll speak towards the content mix, um, you, you know, and then you can kind of prod me if you, if you want more. Um, you know, so I mentioned it, I alluded to it before. Um, the easiest um, place for me to start when I, when I started in on building the content mix for Madison Reed were to fun topics. Obviously with hair, it ties in with fashion, it ties in with celebrity trends. Um, you know, people naturally talk about that stuff around the water cooler right after a major, um, you know, like Oscars or any other sort of award show where you, where there's a gathering of celebrities. Um, I, I don't know what that's called, a gathering, a flock, a flock of celebrities. Um, and, uh, but once you have the fun topics, like that's not going to differentiate the content for a company like Madison Reed, right? Because it, it's like, okay, like that's the fun topics, but there are, um, there are publications and websites and, uh, out there, um, that, that put all of their focus on being, uh, you know, at the forefront of what the latest trends are and everything. So, so I didn't want to um, stop there. So fun topics, and then um, you know, going into the useful topics. Because since we're talking to busy moms, it's like, all right, now we're thinking about what can save her time, what can equip her to do more with less to make better use out of what's at hand for her or give her like, you know, those aha ideas where it's like, oh, right. Like I, I could just use this thing or that thing that way. That saves me an hour. Suddenly that's an hour more with my family. Like that's really cool. So there's fun, there's useful. And then the last one um, is the meatiest. It's um, educational. Uh, content. So um, I have access to our medical advisor, Dr. Jan Hansen, um, and also the head of our research and development team, uh, Susan Roberts Cooper, who's an award-winning international um, colorist. So, you know, she's developed hair color formulas for a lot of different brands. And uh, it, it's pretty cool. Like, and everyone's on board because they wanted to create this healthier alternative. Um, and working with, you know, those two amazing, amazing women, like they're brilliant. Um, you know, we're building out educational series around um, what does it even mean if you're allergic to something? And that kind of sounds 
like a funny question, right? Because it's it's a term that gets thrown around a lot, like, oh, I have an allergy or whatever. But, you know, it's to even break down simple terms that we're using about thinking about it and educating women so that they know um, what it means when a doctor uses that terms and um, perhaps even more importantly, what the implications are to their health um, and to their lives what they should look out for, and maybe some of the things that they don't need to worry about so much, like taking something off their plate to worry about is is a really beautiful gift that you can give someone as well, right? Like, imagine if I could take one less thing to worry about out of your head. That would be amazing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, so the educational part of our content mix um, is a key differentiator for the content that Madison Reed has because we have direct access to these experts, um, you know, uh, Dr. Jan Hansen uh, for the medical point of view where she can give, um, she, she gives me a direct line to, um, it, you know, what the truth really is. Um, and then, you know, the scientific facts behind color theory and how hair color works, how, how it works differently on different types of women because, you know, what you've done to your hair, how you style it, the chemical processes you've had on it, whether you've colored it before or have never, ever colored your hair. All of those things affect, like, the same hair color would look very different on um, a whole spectrum of different women. And traditionally, that's knowledge that trained stylists and colorists have. Um, and they go through a lot of training. I mean, it, it's pretty intensive. It's a lot of knowledge. But um, yeah, we're, we're building out these series to kind of empower women by lifting the curtain. So suddenly they can understand a little bit more or hopefully over time a lot more about what's happening on their heads. They shouldn't just be, you know, putting chemicals on their head and just hoping for the best. It's about knowing what's going to happen, why it's happening, and then what all of your options are. It's just very much a definition of empowerment. Um, yeah, so... So that's, that's, those are the key elements of our content mix. Um, did that answer your question? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, keeping in mind that the education and empowerment of your, uh, your audience and your customer base is central to how Madison Reed does its content strategy how can a startup, uh, you know, with a very minimal budget or no budget uh, that's just getting started, use some of the tactics that have worked for you and at Madison Reed and other places you've worked, uh, such as Quirky, which you mentioned? Um, yeah. What are some things that they can do to really be successful? Um, so you don't have to spend a lot of money to do anything of what I said, I mean, you know, if you're talking about understanding who your key audience is and, and what they care about, I mean, that takes, 
some innate empathy um, and it takes time. Um, so, so number one, I would say, um, be patient. You know, if, if you're a bootstrap startup with not a lot of capital, understand that what balances, um, that out is, is taking the time to do things right. Um, you know, you, you don't have a lot of capital to, nor, I mean, I don't think startups with funding should blow through their money either. I mean, you always want to act intelligently. Um, but take a deep breath and understand that, like, you, you want to take the time to understand your audience and do your audience research properly. Um, you know, like, don't rush through it so much that you're basing your strategy on false assumptions. Um, that's number one. Number two, um, once you do start mapping out a strategy, uh, map, like, you know, throw together your ideal strategy and then take a step back and, and really think about whether it's realistic. Um, if you're tight on time and money, it, you know, keep your ideal strategy in your back pocket and then force yourself to, to edit it down to be a realistic schedule. It's way better um, if you're starting from zero. It's way, way better to be consistent than to do a ton because if you think about it, if you're just starting out, I'm sorry, like you could be doing the best content in the world. I've been in that position. Um, no, one, no one's looking yet. So be consistent, build up that habit, you'll do a lot better. Um, you know, you can very easily just Google image search content calendar um, to get an idea of how to organize yourself. Um, don't discount the low-hanging fruit. It sounds like you're saying there's no, there's no uh, downside to kind of m mimicking some of the success of other people if you're uh, suggesting to, uh, to Google, to Google search it. Yeah. Um, that's so, uh, and so it's not rocket science well. actually. Um, I'll, I'll say that it, a lot of it is, um, is actually being organized. Uh, I, I work with spreadsheets, uh, you know, a lot more than people would think. Um, you know, I, I'm a creative and I definitely get my fair share of getting to, to just disappear into, you know, my writing world um, and, yeah, just create, like, beautiful things of words. But I'm in spreadsheets a lot more than people would realize because it, it matters so much that um, people know they can count on you. It's a really subtle thing, but if, if you keep to a schedule... Um, People will will start, you know, organically. The numbers are small if if you only grow organically, but um, but it, it's those people will be diehard fans because they trust you. You just people love a pattern once they see that you're keeping to a pattern, and um, they can rely on it. They'll trust you, and if they like what you're putting out there, they'll keep coming back. That's a truism. I like that. I like that. And to your point about the spreadsheets, um, you know, David Ogilvy, he says, if it doesn't sell, then it's not creative. 
Mm-hmm. So you got to have that balance of the science and making sure that it's effective and then the creativity to drive it home. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for saying that. Um, I'm a firm, firm believer in, um, you know, like data can only tell you so much. And I believe I love that we can measure so much with all of the tools that we have. Right. Um, Like it's an amazing time to be uh, a brand marketer, Um, but use it to to gain to adjust what you understand about your audience, use it to gain insights about your audience, never base your decisions entirely on data. You're, at the end of the day, your customers are humans and you're looking to connect with humans. You're not looking to connect with numbers. So never lose sight of that. Absolutely. So as we close, uh, do you want to share with us a, uh, a book or a blogger uh, that has been influential to you and you think that uh, our listeners could benefit from? Yes, copy blogger. I love copy blogger. I follow, um, oh wait, I always think of it as copy blogger. I know I'm pretty sure his name is Brian Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, but I just, I think of him as copy blogger. He, he, he shares so much. He's, he's built up his whole career, um, you know, being an amazing um, content marketer and copywriter. And he's so generous with all of the information and insights he's gained over his career. There are so many free ebooks that you can download from his site. I follow him on Twitter. I reply to him all the time on Twitter and he doesn't notice me. I'm always like, LOL, copy blogger. Mm. Um, Brian Clark, if you're listening. uh... (laughs) Um, If you're out there. (laughs) Um, It's it's so cool. Like he's just, he he just shares everything that he's learned. Um, He just puts it all out there in the world. So if you're, really interested in becoming a better copywriter, a better content marketer. Um, I don't know, like in some ways a better human being. Um, (laughs) If I can get that highfalutin about it, um, then check out his site, uh, copyblogger.com. It's, it's, you can kind of take a free course through all of his eBooks and it really, the reason I say to learn how to be a better human being is that underscoring everything and clearly one of my primary beliefs is the fact that it's all about human connection. Awesome. Awesome. And so speaking of the human connection, uh, if people want to connect with you or learn more about what Madison Reed is doing and content, uh, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Um, uh, they can email me at Shirley, that's S-H-I-R-L-E-Y, at madison-reed.com. Uh, and that's, um, Madison is M-A-D-I-S-O-N-R-E-E-D.com. Um, and definitely, you know, come to madisonreed.com, see what we're all about, um, read the blog, uh, in fact, <laughs> if you email me, um, you know, read a thing or two on the blog and tell me how I'm doing. I would, I look, you know, I, give me feedback. I would love that. Awesome. Fantastic. 
Well, Shirley, it's been a real pleasure getting to speak with you. Um, and I definitely learned a lot from our conversation. I think that, uh, the idea of being a better human, um, and how that translates to the content that we produce and the stories that we tell about ourselves and our brand is a really good lesson. And it's just such a, uh, you know, such a rich nugget of information, be a better human. So, uh, I want to thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, just, um, you know, again, thank you for, for, uh, sharing so much wisdom with us. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Champions of Marketing podcast brought to you by Content Tools. At Content Tools, we fuel your business growth with efficiently automated content marketing. Plan and schedule the content you need. We take care of the rest. Research, copy editing, SEO, and more. Visit our blog at contenttools.com and subscribe to our email newsletter to receive the latest marketing hacks from the industry's rising stars. Content Tools, content marketing made easy.